Hey everyone, how's it going? Hope you've enjoyed your week. I realized about halfway through this week, probably around yesterday, that my material was starting to get dated. I was going to do a big set, a big chunk of my material was going to be based on how your long weekend was, how BC day was, what you get up to, did you go away, little things that I did over the weekend. But then I realized it's already Thursday when I'm recording this. Lord knows when this thing will get up. Do I want to keep this time stamped? Did people really want to hear what I did a week ago? Or do we want to talk about the now? Do we want to live in the moment? Because chances are this is going to go up today. And do I really want to be talking about what I did like six days ago? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think there's enough there to say we're going to go through with it. But I want to talk about something that happened to me today at the gym. First of all, I get up in the morning. I'm usually a midday guy. So when I get up in the morning, not only am I grumpy, but I'm ruining everybody else's routine. When you go to the gym, you get used to seeing certain other regulars at the gym. You know that this guy's going to be doing this on this day. And you can kind of almost map out subconsciously where people are going to be at certain moments. So you almost go at specific times where you're like, ah, this machine isn't usually used all that often. So I thought I'd go at 8 o'clock in the morning today because I got up early. It's hot and it's legs day for me. And I hate legs. You know, you always see these Instagram posts where people are shouting to the heavens about how great their leg day is. Oh yeah, I killed it on squats, bruh. Love them deadlifts. It's awesome. Oh, it makes me get such a good pump on. I look sick. No, good for you. You like your squats. That's like people saying they like vegetables. If I had a choice, if McDonald's were healthier for me, I'd be eating McDonald's 24-7 because of the taste. If you're basing food on taste alone, McDonald's wins over peas. There, I'm saying it. Just like if I could do bench press and it would make my quads grow, I'd do bench press. I don't like doing squats. It's just one of those things. Deadlifts suck too because they're a big movement. And yeah, I don't like working out all the time. I do it to stay in shape. I do it so I'm not miserably fat. And I know that sounds pretty harsh and I'm not trying to fat shame, but I've been overweight before and it sucks. My back aches. It's hard to walk. And so when I say that I'm trying to do this so I stay in shape and I look somewhat attractive to the opposite sex, I'm doing workouts out of necessity. Having said that, I love doing biceps. I enjoy working out my shoulders. I enjoy doing back. I do chest. I am your typical gym rat. I like doing upper body. I don't like doing legs. They suck. You know why? Because no one sees the legs. You do squats. Most of the time I'm doing the squat wrong anyways. Or some people are telling you there's different depths. Some people want you to go ass to grass. Some people want you to go 90 degrees. Some people want you to go parallel with your thigh to the ground. It's so, there are so many different ways to do so many different squats. And I get confused on the techniques. Even though like I'm third year kin, I've done, I've done my personal training or at least weight trainers. I shouldn't say personal training. I can set someone up with a basic weight, weight training plan. I've read books on the subject and I'm still confused. Okay, so I don't like leg day. I don't like squats and I don't like deadlifts. Deadlifts, they just make you tired. That's another thing about squats and deadlifts. You do them and you're walking around like you've ridden a horse for the past three days. Or I am at least. I'm walking around, ah, God, that was tough. 
And I don't have any Instagram pictures to show for it because, you know, it's not like when I do a hike, you're at the top of the mountain, you look, it looks like you've done something majestic and all that struggle, all that energy you've exerted was worth it. No. What are you going to do at the end? You put the squat bar, the, the, you know, the bar back on the rack. Like, ah, dang, got my pump on my thighs. Too bad I'm wearing shorts. That sucks. Guess, guess I'm going to flex in the mirror. And then you kind of, then what I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of look up just to see if I've got the teardrop. And if you don't know what the teardrop is, that's the separation of the two, the two quadricep muscles. I know there are four quadriceps. I know that's why, like quad is four i get it but there's like there's a specific teardrop shape that you want especially in your vastus medialis and vastus lateralis you that you can define it i want to see if i got that and i never do Ugh, it's frustrating so i'm doing legs today <laughs> and i'm already in a grumpy mood because i'm not a morning person like i said i'm going early so i don't get tired there's nothing worse than doing i think the only thing worse than doing legs in the morning is doing legs midday right now because it's about 36 degrees outside it is hot i'm living in the lower mainland in british columbia and it's it's sweltering hot we've been hit with this late heat july was pretty mild in in retrospect we had a couple days that were really sunny but overall it was kind of, it was pretty overcast we didn't get a lot of mugginess it was just it was a lot of cloud cover a lot of rain which is good because we don't want too many forest fires Last year was awful. It looked like Krypton out there. The sun, by Krypton, I mean it was all hazy and the sun was red. I half expected Elon Musk to announce that he'd named his kid Kal-El and was sending him off to a distant planet in, in the SpaceX program with a Tesla, you know, just, just in case. But it was bad last year. This year it's okay. So having said that, we're in August. Did I say August? I meant August. And I'm I'm waking up and I can't I just find I can't work out in the afternoon. It's too hot. I get off even when I get off early from work. Let's say I get off 1:32 o'clock. It is way too hot for me to go in to the gym and I'm already I'm already bagged. Even that drive from you know, my work to the gym. I'm I'm gassed. I'm tired, I'm fatigued, I'm already mentally drained from work. And the heat, even from getting the car to the, to the gym, I'm, it's wiping me out. I, I want to go home. The other day, I even, it was a rest day. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll fit this in. Maybe I'll fit legs day and get it out of the way. No. Halfway through, I was just, to hell with this. Grabbed a Subway, foot-long chicken break, bacon ranch, double meat, crushed a couple cookies, had a big... Strawberry lemonade pop, mixed it, a little bit of 7-Up, give it that fizz, chuck that down. Had a nap for five hours. Woke up, couldn't sleep the rest of the night. Back to the story at hand. Back to the gym, back to 8 o'clock this morning when I finally got there. I Actually, to be honest, I think it was probably closer to 8.30. So, I'm doing, I've done squats, I've done... What is it? I've done front squats, squats, and leg press. And I'm going in to do some leg extensions. This is the workout that I'm on a plan right now. I'll give him a shout-out. Jim Stopani. Guys, trained The Rock. Trained LL Cool J for SWAT. 
I feel like he knows what he's talking about. That's I'm just putting that out there. He's got a PhD too, so he's not just a meathead. Although when you hear him talk, he sounds like the biggest gym rat. Okay, so this is squats. What I want you to do is put the bar firmly between your lats, like you know, it's or on your traps. Have it resting on your shoulders. He doesn't speak the way every other professor I think would speak. And that's kind of why I like him. No, that is why I like him. That's not kind of why I like him. He's he's awesome. And his his stuff pretty much has gotten some results for me. I'm doing I'm doing this uh, this routine. And then I have to go do curls, ham hamstring curls. And it's early, so I feel like, you know, there's not going to be too many people there. This guy is clearly on his phone doing something. I don't know if he's tweeting. He's on Facebook. He was an older gentleman, so I'm going to say he was on Facebook. Because nobody, I feel like old people don't necessarily tweet unless you're a stand-up. And and neither do younger, the younger generation does Instagram. They don't, no one communicates. Or Snapchat, which to me, I can't, I tried Snapchat for about a year and I, I couldn't do it. I'm off the only reason I like it was for the face filters, and now I found a better app that I don't have to even use my own face in. I just take a picture, and morph Johnny Depp's face, and just let him say stupid stuff. So this guy's on his phone, and uh, and, and I can't. You have to go up, and the way I approach, I you know, there's a gym etiquette. Just. You, you walk up and you're like, hey, bro, um, how many sets you got left? And I say, bro, I shouldn't. I, said, I should have said, excuse me, sir, because uh, the guy was clearly older. He's not. He's definitely not, would not be related. Like, my bro is probably a good 30 years my senior. He's an old dude. Maybe not 30. Yeah, you know what? He's probably 60. I'd say, you know what, late 50s, early 60s. So. Looks at me, gives me a mean mug, says he's got three sets left. My face dropped. Okay, fine, I'm gonna switch up some exercises. Okay, I'm thinking about asking him to work in, but then you look at the size, you, you suddenly you realize there's nothing more annoying than the guy that asks you if they could work in. Because then you change up their thing, especially if it's on a machine that's got multiple things you have to plug in. You save it, you have to adjust it to your, the seat to your height. Me and this gentleman were very different in height and stature, so it would have been, it would have been uncomfortable. Neither of us would have gotten a successful workout, and this man would have just been irritated at me even more. I had other things to do, so I thought, you know what, maybe I can switch this around. I'm sure it's not going to affect my gains too much. I go back, I do the machine, and I, I'm keeping an eye on it. Walk in, you know, take my time on, on this one machine. I go do, like, what is it, leg extensions. I come back. Guy hasn't moved. Guy hasn't moved. It's a, it's a hamstring curl machine. Guy, guy, guy's, guy kind of looks at me. He's just, I'm still, still three, man. Still three. Dude. At this point, I'm starting to get a little... Irritated, a little irked, because I'm running out of things to do. I, I'm. This is towards the end of my my fitness routine. Come on, let's chop chop. I start muttering under my breath. I'm just 
It's been on there a while. <laughs> I'm just loud enough. I'm not sure. I feel like he would have heard me grumble away. I definitely grumbled away. There was there was some grumbling on the walkout. And I, I have a tendency of doing this. I know it's a bad habit, but I will mutter. I'm a mutterer. You know Joe Pesci in the first Home Alone? I I go into that character. Was it Harry? That's the character, the Sticky Bandits. They were Sticky Bandits in number two, Wet Bandits in number one. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the I'm I'm Harry from the Sticky Bandits. Well, I'm walking away. I go do some calf raises. Now I'm onto a different muscle group. Like it was it was kind of the thighs. I was working on the thighs. I'm onto a different muscle group. I finally get down. Finally, finally get down to decide, you know what, I'm just going to do calves. The moment I start my set, he walks up to me and says, hey, man, I'm done on the machine. And I'm not sure if he was doing that to intentionally troll me, but this was a very frustrating moment in that the, I'd already started another thing. You've already ruined my, my routine, and now you're ruining this exercise by coming up, interrupting me, and telling me that the other machine was ready. I don't think he was doing me a solid at this point because there is gym etiquette and you kind of know what to expect. I think he was trolling me because of my grumble. That that was my day this morning. So there's a little bit of venom. Anyway, I'm going to move on. I can't, I can't believe I already did like 16 minutes on a dumb on a dumb encounter at the gym. But one of the reasons I don't like using my legs necessarily for squats and this is my excuse even though it doesn't make any sense is that i always say i'm i'm trying to keep them lean it's like my buddies that say oh you know bro i'm just trying to cut i'm just i'm just trying to cut you know i'm just doing all these ru all this running so i can cut meanwhile they're drinking every day you know i'm tr i i actually am i do want to keep my my legs fairly lean and loose so that when I do hiking, they don't cramp up. Having said that, that makes no sense because soccer players and people that do the grind, they're doing squats. Uh, soccer players, hockey players, every other athlete does squats. Because the other thing, too, squats apparently uh, do, and, and working your legs uh, improves growth hormone or increases like natural growth hormone within the body and stimulates that. So it's good for building muscle all around and gaining mass. True story. So if you want to get big, do squats. Allegedly, according to Jim Stopani. So doing legs and doing all this stuff, one of the things I hope it does is get me gives me better cardio when I'm doing hikes. And I did a hike this weekend. I did Joffrey Lake. And that's what I spent, my probably the biggest thing I spent uh, the long weekend doing. I, I did Joffrey Lake. And then I did, uh, then I watched the UFC fights. So Joffrey Lakes, if you don't know what they are, they're a series of three lakes outside of Pemberton, and they're beautiful. I will say this right now, the scenery in and of itself is beautiful. The water is this weird turquoise because of glacial lakes. If you've been to Diablo Lake in the United States by the Cascades, it's very similar to that. But the whole hike in and of itself uh, is really interesting because you go up the first. The first lake is right there. The second lake 
you hike a little bit up, and then there's a waterfall, and then you hike to the third lake. So it's a really nice, interesting track. So I've been told I didn't, I, and I went into this thinking like I had no idea how long this hike was going to be, what it was, what we were going to do. I figured it would be somewhat busy, and I really had no idea just how far Pemberton was away from my house in Langley. Bunch of people from work were like, "Yay, let's do Joffrey Lakes! Yay, yay!" I, every, everyone, everyone had been hyping this like it, it was the be all end all of hikes, and it is nice. I will say this: it's nice. But the first knock against it, like I said, I did. I looked at, um, I looked at the time it would take me to drive there. Three and a half hours from my house. Now, three and a half hours to drive one way from my house is already. I'm already thinking. Okay, there are probably a million other hikes, uh, better, not necessarily better, but on par with this hike that are much closer to me. With equally spectacular views, I'll still get a nice Instagram shot, which is the ideal of every every hike that anyone ever does these days. No one ever does it for the sake of accomplishment. It's always has to be on social media because if it didn't happen on social media, let's be honest, kids, it didn't happen, right? You, it's all about them likes. So three and a half hour drive there, three and a half hour drive back. It's already going to be seven hours. So we have we have to plan that to leave by six thirty seven ish. Now again, I'm not a morning person, so getting up that early, I, I can do it for a hike because you get warmed up to the idea of the hike. But I'm also driving; it's also my turn up to drive. So I'm starting to realize that this is gonna be a long day for me, regardless. And I'm planning a barbecue with a but with with my friends later that night to watch the fights. So I get up. I go there, and we drive, and with all our pit stops in, it, it takes us, I think we left at 7. It took us, you know what, we got there in around, I sped pretty good. We got there 11, 11.30-ish. Okay, when we get up to Pemberton, it is packed. It is absolutely packed. There, we go into the parking lot, and again, I guess it's also by 11. It's also one of the long weekends. Mistake on my part. Okay, fair. But it is packed with some of the richest, most expensive cars I've ever seen. You know, you've got you've got a Mercedes. Like I'm I'm driving a crummy little Mazda three. Who cares if it gives out? But you've got a brand new Mercedes that's low riding into this gravel pot- pothole ridden parking lot. And you've got all like Lexuses or Teslas. Here's another thing. Okay, you know what? This isn't just a little aside here, real quick. And I'm not sure I want them to do this, but if Tesla really wants to make an impact on changing the way the way we drive, they need to start making instead of making all these stupid fast sports cars because no one can go past the speed limit. Ideally, you're not supposed to go past the speed limit. It's I mean, you know, we all do, but allegedly, that's not that's not uh, admitting to a crime. You can't prove anything. You didn't catch me. Why not make a car that has that's that rides high and has four by four action that's electric an electric car or a truck with four by four action and good suspension instead of all these fast low riding cars that are aerodynamic and hip and sleek and well we made car, electric cars cool it's hip to drive a tesla give me something with power that i can then i can climb over stuff with 
You know, that's why that's that's where the real market is. Like I said, everyone goes the same speed when you're stuck in rush hour traffic. Doesn't matter if you're a Tesla, a Maserati or an 85 Jetta. You're all going about 30, 30 K. Sorry, this is Canada, guys. If you're listening in the States, I'm not converting that to Mac. It's slow. Trust me, it's slow. But you're not going you're not going any any fast speeds anytime soon. Then again, if if we get too many people with four by fours that are driving these these trucks, uh, that are these electric trucks, oh God help us! The people that drive the electric cars, ugh! I hope it'd be the same people driving the electric trucks. So on second thought, maybe maybe you know what? Maybe we just let that sleeping dog lie. I don't want to see the type of clientele that is buying the electric truck, for better or for worse. All right, so we go in, I pull into the parking lot, bunch of cars that you know, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to afford ever. Some of them cost as much as small houses. Some of them probably cost as much as big houses, depending on where you are. They're all lined up there. They've all got the same amount of dust on them. And we get to, we get to, we had to park in the lower parking lot because the upper one was already packed. Again, long weekend. It's 11. People are starting to file in. I take up the last parking spot. People are giving me mean mugging looks because they're thinking they can squeeze in between the, the two cars that are next to me. Or there's like a little space next to me and a Mercedes. And there's another, there's like a Lexus looking at me, giving me this ugly eye saying, why don't you move over a little bit with his eyes? And I'm like, I can't. Otherwise, he's blocked in. I'm doing a good thing. I'm trying to be a good human being. I've already readjusted like six times, okay? I'm not doing it anymore. Go find your own parking spot. Our group goes to the start of the trailhead. And you would think there's some sort of festival up there. Pemberton has like the Mountain Music Festival, but it went bankrupt a couple years ago. You'd, you'd have thought it was still on. The amount of people there. Now, granted, the lake is gorgeous. But... Is it really worth going to if everybody's there? If, if you're just fighting this cacophony of tourists and suddenly you realize you're one of the crowd and we were being the most basic Vancouverites. This is what I found out and this is what I found with a majority of the trails and the hikes west of the Port Man and especially on that North Shore side going up to Whistler. They are just crowded, and you when you end up walking, it's this march of death. Like the, I, just, I just think of the penguins. You know, they're all huddled in that one group, and they like one by one, they slowly get picked off. That's what it's like. You're walking up, and you're seeing all of these people with various levels of exercise. And you know what? I always want to promote fitness. So, you know, it's great. You know what? People are getting outside. Good for them. They don't know where to start. They probably saw that Joffrey Lakes is the nice, nicest lake to go to. And I should, in, in fairness to myself, I should have done that. That's one of the first ones I should have done. Just got it off the list, out of the way. But I've been to a bunch of other places now. So that when, and I've been spoiled a little bit. So when I finally go see Joffrey, you're like, okay. To quote my friend Raquel, it's a lake. It's actually three lakes. And they are nice, but, you know. Part of the part of the fun and the adventure of hiking for me isn't just seeing the lake. 
isn't just saying been there, done that. It's kind of the journey. It's with the pe- with the people you're with. And the idea that you're somewhat exploring. The fact that I could see it was a steady line. It was an assembly line of people all the way up until the third hike. The third lake, rather. Took me out of it a little bit. And it was really funny. There's always this one, there's this one picture at Joffrey. It's on the second lake. We get up, first of all, we get up past the first lake. First lake's right there. We get past the first lake onto the second lake. And it's a pretty easy hike. It probably took us, what, maybe a 30, 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes up to the second lake. So it's a pretty easy hike, which is why I guess I, I can see a lot of people doing it. The, the grade's pretty tough. So you'd see a lot of people gassed on the sides. I was a little gassed on the side. I Also, I hike... Like, I'm going into the wilderness. Like, I'm Bear Gryllis. I've got my bug spray. I've got bear spray. I've got sunscreen. I've got a first aid kit. I've got walkie-talkies just in case we get lost. As soon as I come to this place, because like I said, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's the best hike you'll ever do. It's not. It's, it's not. It's a nice view. It's not the best hike. And it, it's, it's an assembly line to, an, to, to a couple tourist attractions. You get up to the top, that second, and the beach, I, there's more people than I've ever seen on any hike. It was just a swarm. It was a crowd. It looked like English Bay when, they're, when you're watching the fireworks on, on the symphony, or not the symphony of fire, the celebration of lights. So I know symphony of fire sounded way cooler. I don't care if it's a cigarette company promoting it. Change it back. Symphony of Fire sounds so much better than Celebration of Lights. No. We, that's, that's what we're calling funerals now. That's, that's one letter off of what we're calling. Celebration of Life. Celebr- it's like a play on Celebration of Life. Ugh. It's disgusting. I know we've been calling it for years, but let's bring it back. Symphony of Fire. There's some power behind that. Celebration of Light. <laughs> anyway, the second beach looks like the celebration of light when Canada's playing or something. Or or whoever. You know? They're all there waiting. No one's going this is the other thing. It's glacial water, so no one's going in the water. You got a couple people touching their toes in. Maybe like one big dude that's just jumped in, being obnoxious. No one else. So cool. Again. Drove three and a half hours this morning, got to, got to this area, it's crowded, it's packed, and I can't go in the water. Let's move on. Hike number three, go up, oh, and there, by the way, at the second one, there's this, like, log that everyone likes to go on, get their Instagram pic, they like to walk on this, walk out, this log juts into the lake. And everybody, every, like, the, the thing to do on Instagram is to get your picture on this log. So I, there was a part of me, I saw, I saw the lineup. I've, I've been touting this all summer that I'd be pushing this log into the lake to end the series of dopey Instagram pics that I keep seeing on this thing. And I really wanted to, but I would have I been mauled. It, was, it would have been an angry mob. I have to go at 2 in the morning, and I'm going to do it. Uh, there's going to be one day I'm going to snap. I'm going to see one more Instagram pic of this thing. I'm going to go in like... Maybe I'll go in February. I'll take snowshoes up and a, and a big old axe. Just chop that thing down. Just push it in the ocean. I can't take it anymore. It's like our Mount Rushmore, but it's so lame. 
Especially when you've got a giant glacier behind you. Why are you taking a picture of this log in some dopey blue water? Looks like somebody dropped Kool-Aid in it. Blue raspberry Kool-Aid. Okay, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. But I saw the lineup that you had to go to to get to this log. People were waiting their turn to get pictures on this dumb log. It was like Mickey at Disneyland. You know when you see that family photo of Mickey and he's all happy? You don't see that, like, the dozens of people behind them, behind that one happy family shot. They're all waiting in line for, like, five hours. Get their pick. That's that's what this this stupid log was like. Anyway, we go up to the third lake. I go to the waterfall. We go to the waterfall. And I'm being obnoxious now. I'm like, I'm saying, I'm just talking about how basic it is. I'm already frust. I'm already a little frustrated. And I'm not, I'm not usually that frustrated. I just, it's just, just grating on me. I'm having fun, but I'm being a little, I'm probably being a little more annoying than I should be. Get up to the third lake. It's beautiful. We find a spot. We eat. We even jump in the lake. It's the most numbing sensation I've had ever. It's just like a thousand. It's like you jump. It's what I would expect if you jumped into a bunch of needles that had been in your freezer for for the past, I don't know, week. Just a bunch of mini little pricks just pricking at you all at once. Just it was it was uncomfortable. But I did it. We had jumped in Joffrey, got out, ate some more lunch, went back down, did the drive home, got home around 6.30. So the entire side note, we left around 2.40. 11 to 2.40. We stayed there as long as it, the same amount of time it took to go one way. Uh, yeah. It would, don't get me wrong. I had a fun ride back. Did a little carpool karaoke. Taylor, Lauren, Alicia, y'all brought it. It was great. It was a lot of fun on the way back. But it was a long drive to get to that small spot. So like I said, I think people that live in Vancouver are not, and thank goodness, thank goodness for this, they don't, they are completely oblivious to the fact that there is anything awesome uh, on our side of the uh the port man like east of the port man we have all these cool sites we go up the you can go up the okanagan you can go through these massive cool canyons they just want to see how many different types of views you can get of of lion's bay and horseshoe bay so look at what we got i did saint mark summit i did eagle bluffs it's the same view so like seriously don't tell them oh we didn't went to the top of grouse i could see vancouver again Seymour, it's a different, but you can still see Vancouver. Shh, we don't want to tell them that we have a way cooler place with a lot less people that no one knows about. Because like I said, for me, it is about feeling like you're on an adventure. And nothing feels less like an adventure than when you're with a mob of people all doing the same thing, trying to feel like they're on an adventure. You know, when you see someone, when I'm hiking, when I'm hiking in my gear too, and again, I'm like I said, I was overprepared for this thing. When I'm hiking in my gear and I've got my boots on and my my like tank top, my like bandana. No, I wasn't wearing a bandana. 
But, you know, I do, I like doing these promos at the top. I go into t- uh, the Force Stallion mode, Tulloch you know, which is basically the fact that I didn't want to be a wrestler, but I love cutting promos. So I will channel my inner Hulk Hogan and uh, challenge different, uh, various different hikes um, to, to come face me, and then I will conquer them. So, what you gonna do, brother, when Telecmania runs wild on you? Anyway, we got home. I watched the UFC. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Dillashaw knocking out Garbrandt again. One, I We knew it was gonna happen. Everyone wanted to see Dillashaw versus Johnson, but that didn't happen. And now uh, Johnson is no longer the heavyweight champ. So we'll see what ha- what's going on. It's going to be interesting. Line of the night, though, for, for UFC 227. And I wanted to talk more about it, but we ran out of time. You guys are probably bored. You've heard, if you're still listening right now, high five yourselves. You know, have a drink on me. You made it through this long. It's, it's been a long one today. But uh, Dillashaw and Garbrandt, or sorry, um, End of line of the night. End end of the all the matches. Uh, I think who was on it? Daniel Cormier and Joe Rogan were on color. Were on commentary. I'm not sure if they were both color guys or if Joe was play by play because they have three. They had a three man booth going on. Besides the point. Joe said, Daniel Cormier says the line. Well, DJ has definitely earned the title shot uh, of rematch right away. Against Cejudo. Uh, Henry Cejudo is the guy that beat him. I believe it's Henry Cejudo. Don't quote me on that. I don't have my notes with me. Terrible show prep. This is... this. I did, like, I did a bit of show prep, but now I'm kind of... Uh, this is just winging it. Anyway, Henry Cejudo deserves a rematch. Joe Rogan calls him on it saying, Well, doesn't Steve Baby Ochich deserve a rematch? And Daniel Cormier just is like, Uh... Well, that's different. It's like a heavyweight thing. And and he didn't have anything. He couldn't say anything. Anyways, it was funny. It was entertaining. UFC 227 was fun. Uh, moral of the story today. Get off your phones. Don't be a sheep. Suffer through leg day because it'll make you big and strong. That's it for me. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I'm TJ. Oh, yeah, you want to know where to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At TJ Tullock, both of those places. I'm out. <laughs>